0: This week, sponsored by the New Mexico Farm and Livestock Bureau, this is your host, Delene Hodnett. This week's edition features an on-the-ground report from a representative of a beef advocacy group. The Farm Service Agency provides an overview of aid available for those affected by the fires. We preview a healthy soils workshop in Socorro, and then wrap up with a look to the next generation with the New Mexico State 4-H president. The New Mexico Cowbells is a beef advocacy group with 23 active locals statewide. Joining us today is their president-elect, Vonda Frost, who ranches in the Carlsbad area. Vonda, tell us about New Mexico Cowbells and how they got started.
1: Thank you for having me on today, Deline. So New Mexico Cowbells was organized originally in 1957, so this is our 65th year being in existence, a woman by the name of Pat Nolan moved from Arizona to the Cimarron area. And Arizona had actually organized a social club originally by 16 ranch wives in the Douglas area. And their purpose was to promote family and social relations to cooperate for the best interests of the beef industry and their communities and our country. They started in Arizona in 1947, and it just kind of grew. So whenever Pat Nolan moved to New Mexico in 1957, she started an organization here in New Mexico of cowbells. Our purpose is to educate the general public, children to adults, about the nutritional value of beef, right? Think iron, protein, lots of vitamins and minerals. It's nutrient-dense, and it's a great source of all the things that your body needs for a good immune system. And we also educate about environmental stewardship and what we do as farmers and ranchers to sustain the integrity of the New Mexico beef industry.
0: So then the cowbells are the New Mexico version of the American National Cattlewomen?
1: Yes. American National Cattlewomen was actually derived from that original Arizona group, and they were American National Cowbells until 1986, and they became American National Cattlewomen. They are our national voice and the impact on consumers, and they go to Washington, D.C. as well and represent cattle producers and farmers and ranchers all over the United States.
0: So you mentioned consumers. What is the value of beef promotion?
1: We're so passionate about being able to let Consumers know who we are as farmers and ranchers. And I think as women, especially that passion for our lifestyle, for our kiddos, But there's so much misinformation that surrounds what actually goes into the production of beef. So those things we have to take head on and put our story out there, put the truth out there that Cattle are upcyclers. They use forage and grasses and lands that are not suited for farm production. They upcycle what humans cannot eat and they turn that forage into a nutritional protein product called beef that is extremely important for food security and just being able to have a a great protein source available for your family so beef promotion is extremely important to the consumer and getting the truth in front of them having that knowledge that they know where their beef came from that they know what they're feeding their family and who raised that beef for them
0: absolutely so that's the three-point thing right to make sure that it was Raised with good stewardship, minding the land and the water resources. Raised ethically, treating the animals the way that they would treat the animals. And then also that it's got a great nutritional profile for the health of their family, right? Exactly. 100%. So when you guys were recently meeting together in Tempe, Arizona, for the Region 6 ANCW meeting, tell me what was on the agenda. What did you walk away with, Vonda?
1: Arizona State the one that hosted and they did such a great job of having a variety from animal nutrition to the immunity process of vaccines which helps you as a rancher understand how you can put the best for your calf in your management program and also we went to the JBS packing house there and being able to see how that beef is handled from the beginning to the end really impacted me knowing that i can actually talk to people now about the entire supply chain and that nothing in that animal goes to waste it was really incredible to see that process and they even had a credit analyst from tri-state livestock credit corp come and talk about the value of financials and keeping records for your entire operation and just that it was helpful to have a partnership with your banker as well. And it really is. So they did such an outstanding job of all the things that are important from your management operation to the health and wellness of your herd. So I walked away just with a great mindset of These are the things that I know we're doing right, and maybe we can change a few things, like mineral-wise, to really help build that calf immunity and keep our cows and the herd healthy as a whole. Thank you, Vonda. I appreciate your time. Is there anything I should have asked you, anything you'd like to share? I really enjoyed being on, and I just appreciate what you guys at Farm Bureau do to help all of us in the industry as well. It really is combined effort and it feels good whenever we can all be on the same page and
0: work together for the good of the, of the beef industry as a whole. Thank you, Vonda. If you'd like to know more about this organization or are a woman interested in becoming a member, search online for New Mexico Cowbells. Our next guest is also in the business of promoting New Mexico agriculture through federal assistance programs. Jonas Moya is with the Farm Service Agency, and he's here with information about aid for those affected by the fires.
2: Hello, uh, my name is Jonas Moya, I'm the State Executive Director of the Farm Service Agency here in New Mexico. I'm originally from Carry New Mexico, and have uh, been involved in agriculture in many different aspects, from production to working on policy issues, as well as being an advocate for agriculture in New Mexico for several years. I oversee day-to-day operations at the state level and throughout the state. I also help roll out new programs and make sure that existing programs have full participation from the farmers and ranchers that are eligible to participate in them.
0: So specifically regarding FSA and the wildfires, what kind of aid is available?
2: So the aid that's currently available through New Mexico FSA is emergency loans. FSA is primarily after the fact of the fire. We're uh, diligently working, though, with our community leaders, state agencies, and and other federal agency partners to try to implement some programs now as the fire is continuing to wreak havoc throughout northern New Mexico and other parts of the state. But once we're able to, we will have several other programs that will be available, such as non-insured crop disaster assistance, That's one of our programs uh, that will assist crop producers that lost any crops during the fires that may occur throughout the state. We have also a livestock indemnity program that will help reimburse producers for any cattle or livestock that has been lost due to wildfire. We also have different programs that assist producers with loss of forage that was lost maybe in, in an area that they graze for the livestock. So we have several programs from forage to replacing livestock to purchasing hay, hauling water, all which producers will have to do if they're impacted by the wildfires here in New Mexico.
0: So how do folks qualify? Where do they go to find the information, Jonas?
2: That's a great question. Farmers and ranchers can find information on FSA programs through Farmers.gov. Under the Protection and Recovery tab, there is a section for wildfire. So there's a lot of great resources that FSA and our USDA counterparts offer. You can also contact your local FSA office for San Miguel County and Morda County. That's located in Las Vegas, New Mexico. From the Rio Doso area, you can contact your area office that's there in Roswell, and they'll be able to assist you with identifying what programs you qualify for, as well as the assistance that's being offered at the time. We will also be participating in some outreach activities that FEMA will be putting on. We'll have representatives from USDA at those FEMA resource centers. Can they
0: qualify for multiple programs?
2: Absolutely. Producers are eligible to apply for multiple programs through FSA.
0: Is there anything else I should have asked you? Anything you'd like to share?
2: So the last thing I want to highlight is the New Mexico FSA website. That's at www.fsa.usda.gov backslash state slash offices slash New Mexico. You'll be able to find all our resources on that webpage along with upcoming program dates and a link to register for our monthly newsletter. On that same website, you'll be able to identify where your county office is and through an interactive map on our website. If you have questions or comments, feel free to always give us a call.
0: Thanks Jonas. Our hearts go out to those displaced by the fires and we thank you for what the FSA is doing to help them. Healthy soil is an important component of a productive crop and Socorro County Extension is offering a healthy soil seminar at the end of the month. Here to give us the details is County Agent Emily Bruton.
3: So, I am the Agricultural and Forage Extension Agent and County Director here in Socorro County and I'm going on my third year with Extension. So that means that we're a single agent county. I'm the only agent within Socorro, so I wear a lot of hats with that. I have responsibilities to both the agricultural side of things as well as overseeing the 4-H program within the county. And then of course I get the occasional SCS related question. So I have a lot on my plate, but fortunately I have an amazing office staff that allows us to be productive and get things done within the county and since service here. One of the things that we are offering coming up is a soil health program. So this is a first of its kind for me as the agent here in Socorro County. So I'm really excited for this type of educational workshop. And I think it will provide some great information and hopefully connect our producers to some really valuable resources. This program is geared a little more toward the production side of farming, but I think even home gardeners would learn some things that could really help them. So I'm encouraging anyone who is interested in soil or involved with soil in some capacity to come if they're interested. It's a three hour program with three speakers. Our first speaker is Dr. Robert Flynn, who is an NMSU Extension agronomist. He will be conducting some demonstrations of what healthy soils are and how you can tell if your soil is healthy. Our second speaker will be Will Koldenschlag with the Socorro Soil and Water Conservation District. And he will be speaking on the programs they have available to help producers with not only establishing and maintaining good soil health, but also in cost sharing and other programs to help with farming. And then our last speaker is Dr. John Edewoo, who is also an MSU Extension agronomist, and he will be discussing soil health from the plant perspective and the impact soil health has on the plants that people are trying to grow. So they're going to be available during these times to also answer questions and hopefully have a dialogue with our attendees to help make sure that they have their questions answered and gain valuable information throughout the morning of our program going to be on May 31st. It's going to begin at 9 a.m. and it will go until about noon and it's going to be located here at the county annex building in Socorro County which is at 198 Neal Avenue in the city of Socorro. So that's kind of an overview of our program and what I do within Extension.
0: So what can people expect to learn at the Soil Health Seminar?
3: My goal is for people to learn what healthy soil is and why they should care about it and hopefully help them make the link between healthy soil and healthy plants and all of the things that having healthy soil and caring about your soil can do to help you with your farming production and your overall outcome from your operation.
0: Thanks Emily. For those interested in registering for the seminar, just search online for Socorro Extension Healthy Soils Workshop. For this week's Look to the Next Generation, we're featuring Christopher Turner, the current State 4 H President.
4: Hello, everyone. My name is Christopher Turner. I'm 18 years old and currently serving as the State 4 H President. My time serving on the leadership team has always been motivated by the belief that I should give back to the community that has given so much to me. I wanted the chance to let others find the things they are passionate about while learning great life skills, just the same as I have. While serving on the team, I've had many things that were greatly impactful, like being able to strengthen my skills I've been taught, which helped me learn the importance of always being open to growth. However, the most impactful thing I feel the leadership team has done for me has been the continuous opportunity to experience new possibilities. I was able to discover new interests I did not know I had, and they've helped influence me to think about new opportunities for my future. The world is a big place, and there's a lot I have to learn. I'm excited to see where life takes me next. It's truly an honor having the chance to serve, and it's been one of my most valued experiences.
0: Thanks, Christopher. We appreciate your leadership. This has been Delaine Hodnett with New Mexico Farm and Livestock Bureau's Ag This Week.